This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I'm John McGowan, your host, and as always, I'm very thankful that you're listening. Hey, have you seen the new Class Builder iPhone application from Cycling Fusion? It's very cool, and it's about time somebody built something for those of us that use an iPhone or iPod Touch or iPad to construct our classes and then use our device to guide ourselves as the instructor through the class. Very cool. You can get it all set up. You can import your music, build the class, add all your cueing, intensity, heart rate training zones, and it will cue you as you go along. Very cool. Also, if you have uh, visual displays, projectors, big screen TVs, your iPhone connected to that system will display the profile of the ride as you go along, adding additional cueing and understanding to your students. Easy link to remember, indoorcycleinstructor.com forward slash class builder. will take you to uh, all the information you need. Also, I'm recording this on August 25th. We are 35 days away from the Indoor Cycle Instructor Pro Conference. And our early bird registration discount is still in place. And so run over to IndoorCycleInstructor.com forward slash conference and you'll get all the information necessary, um, all the hotel information. It's very cool. Um, Dr. Casey Wilder, if you heard in the earlier episode, the uh, sports psychologist, she's actually going to be presenting one of her signature rides. And it just keeps getting more exciting. So very much looking for everybody to be there. September 30th, October 1st and 2nd in Boston. Now, what's coming up is an interview I did with ICI Pro member, studio owner, and my future boss, Joe Dukason at CycleQuest Studios. Hope you enjoy it. I'm here on location at CycleQuest Studios, and I'm sitting with fitness entrepreneur, studio owner, Joe Dukason. Joe, welcome to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Hey, John. Great to be here with you. You're going to be my new boss, and I'm so excited. And me too. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. On a previous episode, I interviewed one of your instructors, Jennifer Lentz, and we had a lot of fun. What's brought me here today, first of all, is to introduce you to everybody. You've been a pro member for a long time, yep. and that's how we got to know each other, actually. Yeah, I remember um, you came and took my class where I was instructing, and I came and took your class. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. I just loved all the content that you provided, and when I first was looking into becoming an instructor. I had, was taking classes for a long time, and I was looking to find out, uh, you know, where do I get information from? And your website was the place, and uh, that, that's what really steered me in the right direction. And uh, glad, you know, I, I went looking for you because I, I saw that you were local here in Minnesota, and you know, I had to meet you and wanted uh, to take your class. And I'm glad you came to uh, take my class too. And we're glad we're sitting here right now. Well, it, I'm, so am I. But the roles have reversed here because all of a sudden you're the you're the <laughs> influential one. I'm just going to be the instructor. So you've jumped in feet first, yep. and everybody needs to understand that we're recording this the day before your one year anniversary of CycleQuest Studios. Yes, very exciting. Um, you know, happy to make it one year. Uh, it's it's been I can honestly say 
uh, the most exciting one year of my life, uh, the most busy I've ever been. My wife and I, Patty, we are just excited to be able to celebrate with our customers making it one year. And we've got, uh, I made all three classes tomorrow free, which helps in attendance. <laughs> What well, does help attendance? And if you're hearing this, they're already full, so don't yeah. so don't bother. Yeah, they're, they're, both, both classes are full for the evening. There's still maybe about uh, 12 bikes available for my 5:45 a.m. class. Exactly. So well, those I, are the hard ones to fill. Yeah. It's, it's already going to be the the most crowded 5:45 class that I've had so far in a year. So, well, that's, perfect. That's good stuff. Okay. Well, let's start from the beginning. Yep. All right. You, well, we'll skip ahead a little bit from the beginning. But you became an instructor. Mm-hmm. What was your motivation to start a studio? Where did that come from? Well, it came from where I was instructing uh, everything that we, or that I wanted to do to get higher attendance in my own classes needed management approval. And what it was to get management approval just to get through that corporate red tape was very hard. And we were doing uh, uh, two-hour classes, uh, Lisa Greer and myself. We knew that that's what was popular with the customers at the club. Uh, the club didn't allow it. Uh, so we just did it and caught some flack for it. And So uh, the whole, the better to seek forgiveness than yes, permission? That's the way it, it turned out. Yeah, well, I know uh, all about that. Yeah. So, you know, we, I couldn't market the class to get it popular. And I, I knew there were people that were coming to the club that uh, were only coming for indoor cycling classes. They weren't coming there to use the pool, to use the equipment. Uh, I, that, that, that's where I saw that niche market was with people that uh, were only interested in indoor cycling. And I actually thought that, uh, you know, going on my own, I could provide a better experience. Perfect. Well, and from what I hear and what I've seen, um, you have. Okay, so you said, I think I need to do this. What was the next step you took then? Interesting how that worked out because... Uh, we did run into an incident where Lisa and I were doing two-hour classes. They weren't approved, and too many people showed up, and people couldn't get a bike, and management found out. And Anyway, we said to ourselves, you know, we should just open up our own studio. And I said, well, that's funny, because I just heard a podcast from John McGowan interviewing Bill Pryor, and uh, let me go you know, listen to it again, because that's exactly what they were talking about. And before that incident, before Lisa and I talked, uh, I really wasn't even thinking about opening my own, but it was kind of in the back of my mind. And uh, listened to your podcast, who knows how many times, did everything that Bill Pryor was uh, bringing across with the, his points and the questions that you were asking him. And uh, from there, it was a matter of, um, you know, if you're serious, you're going to write a business plan. So I spent months writing a business plan. Uh, there's financing involved. Talked to a, quite a few different banks and personal friends and relatives. It was a long journey. Um, it, uh, it, it worked out in the end. I feel blessed that uh, I was able to be in contact with certain people, uh, get motivation from others, uh, talk to you and Bill. And, uh, you know, the bis- biggest thing was getting, you know, Patty on board. <laughs> Bring your <laughs> it, wife it, in. It's Patty absolutely wife, a team, right? yes. Yes, and uh, she's a, here a someplace. Effort. We should have grabbed her to have her part of this. But. Yeah, she, she's working hard as we speak, getting ready for tomorrow's celebration. Um, but yeah, the, the the year went by so fast. It was a, a big, hard effort. I'm not, a, you know, before this, I was not an entrepreneur, but I had a passion for indoor cycling, just like you do, John. Talking to you and, uh, you know, seeing what how you impacted other people that were 
opening up studios, uh, and just knowing that there are other people out there doing the same thing who I keep in contact with. Uh, you know, that was motivation. Uh, just talking to customers that told me, yeah, you know, if you open up your studio, we'll be there. And, you know, these are the reasons why I think that you could be successful. So it was a lot of research. Okay. Now, research. you did some, some actual surveying of, of people that you knew mm -hmm. as far as what they're looking for. Right. Okay. What, did, did anything jump out at you as, as something that was, was not what you expected? I knew that uh, being tied to a membership, I expected that to be a driving factor why people would be interested in the way that, that we run uh, the club here. And, you know, Bill Pryor, uh, you know, as he consults, that, that's the way he's been successful. So, you know, I think the key is the, uh, you know, no membership, I don't debit your credit card uh, consistently every month. But the fact that if, when you come to the studio and you see that it is, like you mentioned, a small boutique atmosphere and there's a community that's being formed, uh, friendships being made, I, I think that's, that's the key part. And bringing on really good instructors is also key also, which is why I'm glad to have you on board. Oh, I'm so, excited. Oh, yes. me too. And so, you know, with you comes a, a lot of different programs, which is a different aspect of uh, what PsychoQuest Studio has to offer. With Jennifer, it's her talent with uh, nutrition and uh, the wellness program, the coaching, and then bringing you on board adds another dimension to it. So I'm very excited about it. You have some, I guess I want to call it affiliation with a, a, a running business right down the street here. Yep, TC Running is right in the same strip mall that we're in. Adam and Kelly Lindahl, you know, they, they allow me to cross-promote um, at their studio, and I do the same here. But, you know, with runners, uh, me personally, I, I meet and greet every new customer that comes to the door, set them up on the bike, and, you know, I talk to them, you know, why were you, why are you here? Who was your referral? Or how did you get referred here? And, you know, so many people recovering from injuries. You know, the high <laughs> impact of running. running. is not good for you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with that and then, you know, the hardcore runners will be out there running through the whole winter. And the winters here in Minnesota are brutal. They're still out there. Uh, but, you know, it is good to come in and change up your routine and, you know, get on a bike where it's low impact. Still get your cardio workout. And, uh, you know, they bring a lot of customers here through... Uh, the word of mouth. So exactly. Pass off to them for helping me with that. And then Mar uh, Marley is one of my instructors. That's the uh, marathon running coach for TC Running. Exactly. Too, so actually yes. an old friend of mine. Yes. From so way she, back. Yes. Yep. She bring yep. in, brings in her friends all the time. When this gets produced, your one-year anniversary party is going to be long over. But I'm going to be here tomorrow night, actually, to take Marley's class. And I yes. think that'll be fun. And connect with some of your members. And, I'm, yep. and you know, you're not too far from my normal base of operations. I'm... I, it's not uncommon for me to see somebody in here that I've seen oh, elsewhere yeah. and yeah. and whatnot. Okay, so now here's the, the big question, Joe. What did you do wrong when you either started or planned or whatever? What was it that you did wrong uh, or, or wish you had done differently? You know, um, marketing, I've come to find out that there is no right or wrong with marketing. What what might work for one person or one t type of business might not work for another. And I've tried and paid money in certain types of marketing. And um, just through trial and error, I think if, if you're a new studio owner, to try and hone in and learn quickly where to put your limited amount of money towards marketing, towards the growing marketing attendance, dollars. Okay. marketing dollars. Um, you know, there's things that I've learned where um, I... I, I, I 
I've learned not, not to spend money there anymore. Okay. I, I think that's a big thing. Um, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of money that just has to be spent that, you know, in my original business plan and my budget, but didn't think it would cost that much money, you know, building out, um, you know, the amount of marketing money that you spend, um, all those hidden costs in owning a business. Uh, you know, luckily for me, I have a gross rent, so I, all the expenses are covered in my, my monthly rent, but there's there's just so much there, you know, when, when the inspectors come and you have to do some electrical work that you didn't plan on doing or the walls that had to be redone. There's cost there right up front, um, but getting past the grand opening, uh, it, it, if I could just figure out where to put my money in the right place, and I think talking to other studio owners is key. See what they're doing right, what works for them, and learning from that. How about from an employee perspective? Did you, did you learn anything along the way that maybe you wish you'd known earlier? With the instructors that I have, every single one of my instructors is still instructing here. You know, it's a little slower this, in the summer. Um, they're not all on the schedule as much as they were in the winter time. But, um, you know, ha having good instructors, uh, being in constant contact with them, you know, so they can help promote during their classes what's going on with the studio. Um, uh, I, I've got some really great instructors and you're going to be one of them too uh it's, it's you know they're the biggest asset so i have to make sure that they're informed that uh, they're still enjoying what they're doing and keeping them motivated so they can motivate the class do your instructors do any class building exercises from a marketing perspective uh, do you see them doing outreaches independent of what you're doing um you know they're i, I am not a spinning studio so uh, I don't I don't market spinning. I'm spinning certified myself. I think 85% of my instructors are spinning certified. But you know they uh, they have their own passion for indoor cycling for whatever they do. You know a, a lot of my the ideas that we do for here at the studio for a lot of the fundraisers all come from my instructors. Um, they are key for when we're for toys for tots, for Second Harvest food shelf. Uh, all these different events, they come to me and say, hey, can you know, do you mind if we do this at the studio? So uh, as far as marketing and getting people in the door for those different purposes, uh, it's, it's almost all them, and I just provide the space. Okay, so, so I mean, that's an interesting topic. And it's, it's, it's something that Kenji Freeman is going to be talking about at the ICI Pro Conference this, uh, it's like 40 days from now, um, ours developing a regular fundraisers yep. events yep. to you know raise money for charitable organizations, but at the, at the same time, the, the objective is to drive traffic to your studio. Oh yeah, okay. And so you've had some good success. Oh, absolutely. From that perspective. Yep. Uh, those special events that happen here, um, like Vida uh, was one of my instructors, and she brought her whole uh, University of Minnesota club soccer team for an event. We've had women's networking groups come in for events. Um, you know, I've uh, coordinated with uh, Moxie Cycling. There are uh, two women that come to the studio, uh, Brooke and Deb, and they've got their own line of uh, women's tank top jerseys. Specific. I know, and I'm going to be talking to them. I yeah, just found out about them today. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, they had a special event for a fitting so that they can get feedback from customers. Uh, so many of those, those events that I, I just provide the platform and the bikes. And, uh, you know, to, to get people in here, Everyone wants a deal, 
And, you know, if I can help out, and even if it, if I make it free. What, what do you mean everybody wants a deal? You know, um, that, that's just going back to marketing. Okay. You know, like, if, if you want to go out and uh, buy clothes, you always go, to, hey, do I have a JCPenney or Kohl's 10, 20% coupon? You know, you're always looking for that deal so you feel better about your purchase. Um, you know, for people, for me, as a cycle studio owner, uh, there is that one marketing thing. I've heard different sides of the story. You know, do you give out free classes? Mm-hmm. You know, I tend to be a little generous giving out free classes for marketing purposes and for purposes of people that uh, are marketing for themselves for something that I believe in uh, because it doesn't cost me any extra money for the instru- that I pay to pay the instructor or any overhead if I get more people into the studio for this purpose to help someone market their business. Uh, but some people say, well, you just can't be giving away classes. You know, that's, that's two different ways of looking at it. I see it as new people that haven't been to the studio before that will experience what it's like. Because, uh, you know, to try something new, indoor cycling is kind of intimidating. But if someone says, hey, it's free, most people are on board. As long as uh, they know that, uh, you know, it's, it's something new, it's exciting, that uh, whoever referred them says that, you know, it's not uh, this person with a whip, you know, it's that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's not that type of scream at your instructor that that we have here. That's the total opposite of what this place is about. Exactly. The the phone is ringing. Do you need to go grab the phone? (laughs) You know what? Uh, I'll pick it up on the answering machine. Okay. Joe, you use MindBody online pretty extensively. Yes. Okay. And do you track uh, those people that you bring in you know, as, as a new, as a free ride customer, yep. do you track any kind of like a conversion that those people become paying members? Yes, there's MindBody Online is the most incredible application out there for studios. Uh, you can run a report every which way, and uh, I keep track of that on a daily basis, just to know. Uh, it's, it's great to know ahead of time who's coming into your class, how they were referred, if they're new. Uh, what type of package they bought. But, yeah, converting customers into paying customers is key. Okay. And do, you I, have a, do you have kind of a percentage that says, okay, I've given, I've given 10 people free classes and three of them now will, you know, have purchased a package of rides or something to that You know, I, I, I don't off the top of my head know exactly what that percentage is. But so we're talking about repeat customers. You know, it, it, is, it is a high percent because uh, – I honestly believe that uh, those that are serious with their fitness and they see when they come to the studio uh, the excitement, the energy that's created, uh, and they know that it's pay-as-you-go. You know, they're not uh, obligated at, in any way to continue to uh, pay if they don't like the experience. Uh, there, there is a high percentage of people that get converted into paying customers. Perfect. And I know, you know, in the past, I don't know if it's quite as problematic as it is well, I just from from the perspective of you know there were a lot of early fitness companies that you know made it easy to sign up, get hooked mm-hmm. on a, a recurring membership, right. which is fine if you're going to use it. Yeah. But it was very difficult to cancel, uh, and so a lot of those people you know got a bad experience, so they don't want to get involved in something like that. So giving right. them the flexibility. Yep. All right. So you offer both a, a discounted package of rides. Absolutely. Okay. And then you, but you also have an unlimited plan. Yep. And, and from a, 
typical customer, you know, is there a percentage one way or the other that they, they lean more toward the packages of rides or to? That's uh, a great question because just recently, John, I was, I was going through MindBody online. Not that I ran a specific report, but there's a view of daily and weekly attendance and, um, more than half of the customers are on uh, uh, some type of monthly unlimited, which means that they for that they can pay uh, for one month of unlimited classes, three months, or six months. And when they get into the three months and six months, it's a little bit more discounted than the one month. Um, but I would say, if I was just guessing, uh, 70, 65 to 70% are on that monthly unlimited uh, package that they purchase. And... Uh, my view on that is they're absolutely repeat customers. Uh, they're the ones that I've seen coming back uh, from when I opened the studio a year ago, and they just change the type of package they want. If, if they know they're going to go on vacation for the summer, they might just switch it over to a pack of classes, 5, 10, 15, 20 for that period, and then when they know that their schedule settles in where they're able to come more consistently, then they'll go back to the monthly. Uh, oh, okay. And, and they don't overlap. That's the key. You can buy a five-pack, and then when it's about to run out, uh, you can buy the monthly, and then um, uh, they, they, they won't overlap. So when, when one package is over, then the next one kicks in. So it's very flexible that way, and you know, the customer can choose, depending on what their schedule is at that time of the year or you know, that month or that week. So having, having both options available. Right. Okay, and I know MindBody does a pretty good job as far as helping people understand what it is they're buying. Right. And then it goes from there. Yeah. Do you spend a lot of time educating your customers to the different <laughs> payment options available? Daily. <laughs> oh, daily. Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's for, for a new customer, and it's a kind of a, sometimes a new concept for them, this pay-as-you-go and the different options. And, you know, it's hard to just put a uh, uh, my postcard flyer out there with it laid out to, ex to have everything explained right there. So, you know, I'll take the time with them. Um, it's easy to explain it in email or if they're right here at the front desk. Uh, but, you know, what I've come to find really popular are uh, couples coming together, husband and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends. Uh, what MindBody allows us to do is to have them set up a relationship between the two of them where they, one of them buys a pack of classes and uh, the other one can share it. So if they buy a 20-pack, then they both draw from that 20-pack. Oh, okay. Whether it could be evenly or uneven. Um, that's a very popular way to go with couples. Plus, the idea that uh, you know one of them may be in better shape than the other, and if, you, if they're bike riders and they go outdoors, you know it's just not as fun when you're trying to keep up. Oh, but sure. to work out and experience in the same class right next to each other, or sometimes not next to each other <laughs> on the bike, uh, to 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 work out at the same time at the same place is very popular. Ah, oh, well, it's kind of like the tandem effect that Amy and I experienced. Exactly. Exactly, and you are an outdoor road rider, and yep. and you spend a lot of time. Now, does Patty ride with you? <laughs> We've done hundred mile centuries together, metric centuries together. Uh, she knows that the way I like to ride is fast and on the open road. Uh, but we will do casual rides together. Uh, I think the last time we we did a century ride, she knows that you know there's probably four or five rest stops. I'll wait for the rest, the next rest stop, and then when we take off, I'll ride with her for a little bit, and then I'll catch her at the next rest stop after that. You guys know so we have that understanding. You need to get on a tandem. That's, that's what <laughs> solved the problem that I had, exactly. All right. Okay, so um, we're kind of getting to the end of this. Advice to someone considering opening a studio? What 
you know, what would your words of wisdom be? Well, one, you definitely have to have the passion for the business that you're going to open. It's going to consume you every moment of that first year. That's my experience now. Um, fortunate for me, it, it is a passion, and I feel blessed that I've been able to uh, create the studio to help people with their fitness uh, that Patty was, you know, believed in the business plan that I created. So the business plan is key because you, you have to know on, in writing that your idea is going to work. You have to have people look at it. They have to review it uh, outside of, you know, your own thinking. Financing is key. I've had quite a few options, and, you know, luckily I've, I've, my experience was, uh, you know, I could pull this off myself. I was able to pull some resources that didn't allow me to get tied to, to a bank. So I would say whatever your business plan calls for, for cost of opening your studio and running for that year, you better double it. Oh, okay. Because the amount of time that you think it's going to take you in a day, it's going to take you a whole day. Um, that's why you, you, you have to have a passion for it. Um, it's, it's making those connections with people in the industry that are going to be key. Uh, in your studio, make sure that you provide the experience that when that customer comes in here for the first time, that you're going to blow the socks off of them. They're going to want to come back. That, that's the key thing right there. And we can go on forever, but mm-hmm. uh, it's doing your homework and talking to people that have done it, that are successful. And, um, uh, you know, from, from when they walk through the door, through the class, and when they leave, that uh, it was something that they want more of. Very cool. Joe Dukason. Congratulations on one year. Thank you. All right. Now, for those of you listening, and maybe you're a little bit like Joe, thinking, you know, I'm tired of management not listening to me or not being able to do the things in my class that I really feel would be beneficial for both the, the studio and my participants, and thinking, okay, I need to start a studio. We have a resource available at cyclingstudio.org. And a lot of uh, content information. It's also a community with a forum where you can get on, ask them questions of other studio owners, connect with others. Uh, we have resources as far as business planning services, those type of things, uh, with all with the intent of helping you be successful. And so, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email me, john at indoorcycleinstructor.com. And, oh, before I forget, if you are a studio owner and would like to connect in person, with uh, other studio owners and some of the uh, resource providers that we have at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Come and see us at the conference, September 30th through October 2nd in Boston. And you can find information about that at IndoorCycleInstructor.com forward slash conference or uh, just Google ICI Pro Conference, and I'm sure you'll find it. So until next time, thanks for listening.